What I said was, I'm going to make sure that I'm all by myself, that no one, including Dana, has any access to this apartment. I got my keys back. I closed all the things. I had done some stuff. And then I sat down, full, knowing full well, I'm going to drink so much that I black out. Yeah. And I'm going to watch The Fisher King and feel my feels. Mm -hmm. And I did all that. And then uh, yesterday morning I woke up and I felt like a bucket of shit because that's what grown man closure feels like. Yeah. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. Don and David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Apecast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. Oh, man. Well, I'm divorced. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just cut right to the fucking okay. chase, man. I was going to ask how you were doing. I was going to tee it up nicely, but okay. I'm, yeah. fucking mi- I'm fucking miserable, but uh, yeah, no, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, and we're not going to get into much of the gory details because there's no reason to, but... Uh, oh, well, there's every reason to, but we're not going to do it because... I'm not a dick. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not a dick. Well, That's, there's, there's, you know. I think we'll... I mean, I am a dick, but I'm not a dick this time. I mean, full disclosure, I want you to talk about everything. I want you I to give you every detail. Because it helps with the story, and it helps with the healing yeah. process. But... Yes. I, I believe that you will get there on your own. It's your yeah, story yeah, to tell. Yeah, it's my um, story to tell. It's and, still, uh, even without all of the dirtiest of dirt... It's still yeah. a pretty fucked up story, so... Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. I mean, the, 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 the PG version and the one that I'm willing to share publicly right now is basically uh, Easter Sunday, uh, she and I were having one of those big talks, you know, and, and, you know, like the heavy, blunt, let's just, let's just speak our truth kind of shit, and she kind of blows, just kind of lays it down that she wants... She wants to have an open marriage. And she, you know, she poo-pooed the, the term open marriage. She didn't like the term open marriage, but that's basically she wants to see other people. Yeah. And uh, you know, and as I told you, uh, I'm not interested in slapping Chris Rock. So I am not uh, I'm just I'm just not wired. I'm not wired you know, for that. I have to wonder if if this news from, from Dana hadn't come four or five weeks after yeah, the slap. Would you have handled it differently? Be like, oh, maybe there would be no negative impact on me. We could go through with this. No, but having seen what happened no. to Will Smith, <laughs> I don't think that had. I mean, I think it probably. I mean, well, one of the things that I thought was interesting, and and that was one of the things she and I had been talking about the slap since it happened. And uh, one of my perspectives on you know, it's not like I did a deep dive, but from what I get from a lot of the shit is that you know, basically Jada. Wanted an open marriage from the beginning. I think she Jada broke him. Men. I think she's awful. Well, she, yeah, well, she never, she never wanted a, a, a monogamous relationship. That's how he's built. Right. And because he was so in love with her, he just kind of put up with it. And given that they're a famous couple, and you know, I mean, any infidelity she's going to have is going to be fucking all over the goddamn news. So, right. I mean, it just is the it's the it's the quintessential emasculation, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, and so. 
And, and but Dana's my perspective was he should get away from her as fast as possible, and her perspective is, well, but Jada, you know, has every right to want to have an open relationship. So that was kind of the she discussion does have every right had. to want that. She has every right to but, want that, but she can't for you know, and and, yeah. and that again, that was he has, his and choice. he has every right to yes, yeah, yeah, that was exactly. his choice right. to be in that relationship. Um, and I get it, and and Dana and I certainly have it easier because we don't have kids, you know, yep. and we're not fucking famous. Um, but, uh, you know, but that's, that's, you know, she, she, at one point she said, you don't think you could, you could handle an open relationship. I said, absolutely. I could handle it right up until the time I put the gun in my mouth and fucking blow my brains out. Yeah, no, I'm not into that. That is just not, that's not the deal. You know, in Vegas, she blames it on Vegas on a little bit. And I understand that. Uh, no, 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 I get it. I mean, that, that is like, okay. But like how... How trite and boring a, a narrative is that? You know, well, yeah, I know. Girl, East Coast girl moves to the Midwest, then moves to the the sunny Las Vegas Sin City, and is overcome by the opportunities of sex and nightlife. Wow! And I want to have an open marriage. Shut up! Like it's not Las Vegas. It's who she is. Well, well, and that's one of the Just, things that's been very interesting. Because so it's so anyway. Uh, you know, basically we we talked about it and and. Uh, and like I said, some other details came out, but uh, what it boils down to is, we're you know we got a divorce. Now, here's the thing I can tell you that is well, you got a divorce fast. Las, like the timeline well, is what Las makes Vegas. this that's what's crazy. Las, we part we, of what makes we this went crazy. to we went to she it was her idea, so uh, you know uh, she had to pay for the divorce. It wasn't that much. Yeah, what do they cost? I think it was like three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks. No, I think okay. it was like three three hundred bucks. But right. uh, she printed out all the all the paperwork, and we filled it out, and then we went to the courthouse, and three days later we were divorced. You know, I mean, it was that fast. And now, within a does, week, with yeah, it does it week. It does help that we didn't have, we never commingled our funds. She always right. had her money, always had my money. Right. Um, you know, it does help that we didn't have any like uh, joint debt. Um, so that was good, you know, but it, you know, so it went pretty fast, but the, the, the thing that's been weird is that we have been cohabitating while she looked for a place to live. Cause I told her, I said, you know, I said previous marriages, I mean, I'm experienced at this motherfucker. I've been divorced twice. Now I've got three divorces Oy. under my belt. I'm the fucking man. I, you know, I'm, I'm the MVP of not being able to hold a marriage together. And, uh, and magic Johnson. You know, of not holding yeah, a marriage together. I, yeah, of not holding you a marriage You are the goat. Exactly. You are the divorce goat. I am the divorce goat. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I, and that was that was one of the things, like, is because in my other marriages, like when it was over and we said we're getting a divorce, it was a split. I moved out, you know, whatever. But I always kind of gave away the farm because mm-hmm. I always felt like I'd done something wrong. With De- Deanna, my first wife, I kind of felt guilty about that. Um, even though Jen slept with a friend of mine for a year, <laughs> I still felt bad about it. However, and, and it was sort of like, here, here, I'll just take this ruck stack. Just point me to the nearest freight train. I'm fine. Yeah. You know, that was kind of my perspective. This time it was like, no, no, I'm not going to be in. So I kept the apartment. Uh, I've got my car, you know, you know, one of the things in, in, in the moving, her moving out was, uh, she made the joke that. That she had no furniture but a lot of shit, and I have a lot of furniture and no shit, and that that's a better plan. I absolutely think I'm in the better position because yeah, I've got furniture. I mean, I'm, my apartment, I have a lot more room now. Yeah, but yeah, no, we we've been cohabitating, which is fucking awkward. Mm-hmm. 
And but it was uh, only a week. That's the thing. At least it was. No, it only was a week and a, a week. Dude, dude, it it was a week and a half. Okay, a and week I know, and a half. And I, dude, okay. you roll your fucking eyes, I, but but four more days is four fucking no, more I, days. I understand that. I one hundred percent understand that. And I am, I work from home. I, it's not I like know. I could go to work. I mean, I know. Fuck but, me. I, I'm of course not trying to. T- diminish the horrors of what you've gone through. Um, You know, I've said to you, I think that you're being too cool about this. You know, anyway, but what I'm saying, what I'm getting at is that I've, I mean, you know, it's, it's very different situation, my breakups or anybody else's breakups. But sometimes when you're living with somebody, even if you're not married and you're just breaking up, it is a long drawn out exhausting process you've had a horrible couple of weeks oh but at least oh, yeah. it's only been a couple of weeks not a couple of months like silver lining it's oh, all I'm no. saying silver lining oh yeah well the thing that yeah no no the, trust me I I, uh, I I get that you know and it was and what what turned out to be good I mean we <laughs> there was the night when I drank so much that I was a big dick and uh, felt bad about it and then there was the night she drank too much and was a big dick. And, uh, you know, but aside from that, you know, we've actually had some pretty interesting conversations. Uh, one of the things that's been very helpful is that uh, you and Joe mm. have been, you, you're, you're, like, you're like the id. You're like the id. was like, fucking kick her to the curb, throw her shit out. You know, that, you're that guy. <laughs> and Joe, Joe is the super ego where he's like, well, how you doing? Did you question, have you asked yourself this question, that kind of thing? And so that has actually been incredibly helpful to have two very different perspectives on exactly the same information. That's been good. My mom's furious. Her mom's furious. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's a fucking mess. However, one of the things that uh, she had actually reached out, and this is something I think is very, I, I find this fascinating, and I don't know quite how to, I, I haven't quite processed it. It's still pretty new. But mm-hmm. uh, one of the things, she, she had reached out to Joe through Instagram because apparently those two idiots are still on Instagram um, <laughs> and, and apologized to him, apologized to him on Instagram. And that she said, yeah, he, he said a nice thing. I said, what did he say? And she said that he said, well, I'm only getting Don's side, so I hope you're doing well. And I got to thinking about that. And then later that day, I said, I said I'm said, i not trying to start a fight. I really not. Yeah. And I'm not going to disagree. I said, I'm curious if you'd be willing to share with me what your side is. Mm-hmm. Because I know, I mean, I know the facts on the ground, and, and I'm still trying to figure out why. I, I, you know, it's like, I, I want to know why this happened. And, you know, and it's not because I feel like I did anything wrong or that I'm a stupid man. I am a stupid fucking man. But we'll get... Yeah. No, no, trust me. Trust me. I'm the That's, dumbest fucking time traveler. big time on that. Just as dumb as a fucking rock. However, I have, I'm learning... You know me. I'm always trying to figure out my lessons. And one of the things that she revealed, she said, oh, yeah, she would tell me her side. And it, it was a little convoluted. But one of the things that she said that I had never even occurred to me was that even at our second date, um, she didn't feel any spark. She didn't have that chemistry, that passion. You know what I mean? It's like she didn't fall in love. I was completely in love with her. I, everything about her was exactly what I wanted. It was so exciting. It was fun, you know. And But she loved kind of the idea of me. 
And she was in a situation where she was feeling completely, like, morally bankrupt from relationships she'd had. We, 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 she finally admitted something that I've kind of always known, which is the guy she was with before me, who looked, from what I, he looked like Gollum. He just was, he looked like a cancer patient. However, apparently at a horse cock, whatever, she <laughs> was, she was completely in love with him. And that was a lot of damage because it was a super abusive relationship. She meets me, literally, we met, from what I understand the timeline, like two weeks after she had last been with him. And then less than two weeks later, we were engaged to be married. So, I mean, you know, it's like, that's, that's, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think about it. Um, and, you know, she, but that's what she says, that she never really loved me the way a wife loves a husband. She never loved me that way. Now, that does not indicate that she did not love me, but sort of like, you know, maybe she loved me sort of like you really love those running shoes you have or, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that that Hulk doll you enjoy, you know, that that kind of love, not really, or like a brother or a, a buddy or a guy that pays the bills, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> the love was there, but not in love. Which really makes a lot of sense. Uh, hey, that was I, a hell of a that was a hell of a of a of a journey. You know, like those running shoes, or a Hulk doll, or a guy that pays the bills. Like, you know, I mean, I'm just saying. You know, hey, I have every right to be a little bit bitter. Um, that was one of the things you're thinking. I'm being a nice guy. The thing about it is, and that's why I told my mom, I've been vindictive in the past. It's, I mean, with DNI, I wasn't vindictive, and I, I never said you should be, be vindictive. No. And and I've been I was very I just don't think you should have given her as much space as and you I, gave and her. And I was and I was vindictive to Alice, even though really I felt like I was escaping Alice rather than breaking up with her. But that's a whole other story. Um, but I don't what I what I know is whenever I get shitty with those kind of things, six months down the line, I feel bad that I did that, and then I feel like I owe them an apology. When I don't owe them an apology, you know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. owe the apology, but all of a sudden I feel like I should because I was an asshole. So it's like, all right, I'm 56. I'm not going to be an asshole. I, I mean, and it's hard, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be as generous and as as grateful for what I have as I possibly can be. Um, there is absolutely no profit in trying to punish her in any way or make her feel shitty. Yeah. You know, it's like she's got she's got to go do her thing and she's got to figure out what her life's going to be. Just like I got to go do my thing and figure out my life. It is a shock. Um, I sound very upbeat, and uh, that's how I am. It's because we're podcasting, but there, you know, there. I think I cried all my cries out. We'll see. I probably cry again, but there's more. Oh yeah, there's no, more. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's more. Yeah. Um, but what I did, and, and you know, and, and like I said, the, the 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 ritual is I always watch The Fisher King when my life turns to shit, mm-hmm. and I love that movie. And what I love about that movie is it depends on what's going on in my life, which character I identify most strongly with, you mm-hmm. know. And I've been I've been Jeff Bridges a number of times. Um, I've been Perry less often. This time I'm definitely Perry. Uh, this, you know, so my choice is: do I lose my fucking mind and start pursuing the Holy Grail? Maybe that might be where I go. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that's probably what's going to happen. But I don't think I'm going to become a homeless guy. But uh, hey, day is young. All fucking bets are off because I, I was, I was definitely blindsided by this. Yeah. But what I did two weeks was, ago, well, you didn't. Yeah. You were happily married. 
And, and, and if you had asked me, if you had asked me Sunday morning mm-hmm. or even Sunday afternoon, yeah. hey, are you, are, is your marriage healthy? Is your, is your relationship healthy? I would have said, oh, fucking hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we communicate. We're, you know, we're good. We're, we, you know, we, we, we laugh a lot. We're very affectionate. Um, we check in with each other all the time. We're very supportive of each other. I would have said everything was good. That's the that's the amazing thing to me and the hard hard's not the right word. I, I was gonna say like the hardest thing for me because you know I mean you know I I'm I'm hurt by this. Your friends, people that care about you, are you said your mom is pissed. You know, you're Dana was a friend of of mine. And yeah. she hasn't reached out to me, which is fine. It's, you know, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Why'd yeah. she reach She's... out to Joe? And I'm, I don't fucking care. But um, so I've lost a friend. And in losing that friend, my other friend, who's the, the closer friend, you know, like there's no question of like, well, whose yeah, side yeah, am I yeah. going to, whatever. Yeah, you whatever. Know, you hate to see your friends hurting. You hate to see your friends disappointed. And so that's hard. Um <sighs> But the weirdest thing for me is that, you know, you and Dana were sort of like a gold standard for me mm-hmm. because of how affectionate you guys were, because that you, the way you communicated, because mine and Katie's biggest problems really are just that we communicate differently sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't like having the hard talks when we have to have the hard talks because... And I like to have those because they're productive. They're very productive and they're necessary, but they always come at the inopportune time because I've I've had a long day, you know, or shit like that. I'll, I'll, although I will say, and I'm just going to say it, uh, for all the month anniversaries and all the good, long, good communication Dana and I had, <laughs> apparently it wasn't good or it, it worked or whatever. And, and that's the thing. It's like the reality of shit is that it doesn't matter when there's not full truth behind it or full understanding yeah. of who the person is you're sitting across from. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, with the revelation that she threw at me that she was never really in love with me uh, and she felt bad about it. What that does is it means that I literally do not know who she is, that yeah. she's been on in some form of denial and lying since our second fucking date. And that means that it was all a and you know, things. I, I'm not to the place where I can look at look at the good times and say, yeah, there were good times. Um, but she's not at all the same person I thought she was, and she's not the person I thought she was for almost eight years. Now, what yeah. I would say to you first, I don't think you've lost a friend unless you want to have lost a friend. That's a choice. Um, however, well, and, it, and it doesn't hurt me. I mean, because one of the things you know we talked about, she asked. She said, "Are you going to still want me to write for Literate Ape?" And I said the same thing that I told you. She never wrote for Literate Ape because she was my wife. She wrote for Literate Ape because she's a fucking good writer, and I want a fucking I want fucking good writing on the Literate Ape site. So uh, as far as I'm concerned, keep writing. That's good. You know, we're not going to take her off the the Ape Cast because she's been with the Ape Cast since the very beginning. That I feel strongly about. And it's, it's, we will have this debate, this discussion All right, I'll t- over and over I'll again. Tell you I what, want her to keep I writing, will, but I want her voice. No. Okay. You want her voice off that? Then, and I will, the only way I'll accept it is if you can get Katie to do it. If Katie will record those things, then, uh, <laughs> then I'll, then I'll switch that up because I know she won't do it. I, 
Yeah, I, I mean, you know, the, or Harry, or Harry. If oh. you can get Harry to record, if you could get Harry to record like some of the interstitial stuff and the the, the warnings, the, the, yeah, okay, I do that. That's fucking funny as shit. <laughs> well, we definitely have a better chance of doing that. Of getting oh yeah, Harry, getting well, because Harry's yeah. a monkey, he'll do anything. Yeah, yeah. No, anyway, well, the, the that friend, aside, the friend that aside, thing is like I, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not mad at Dana. Maybe you know, I, like, I'm is, not like, oh, that I'm fucking bitch. I, it's and not, I'm not that mad at, all. at Dana. I'm not mad at Dana either. And, uh, I mean, I'm not happy with the situation, but anger is, is just not a part of where I'm at. And maybe I'll get angry, um, and I had to be angry for a little while, but uh, it's like, it's not serving me. I think what Dana did, like, I think what Dana did is shitty. And that's, people do sure. shitty, people I love do shitty things all the time. That's just how it works, yeah. Um, but knowing what we know... Now, and looking back at Dana, you can't get mad at Dana for doing what Dana was going to do. Like, I can't yeah. get mad. You know, like right now we're dealing with Harry has been uh, been getting a little aggressive with Sammy, with the new dog. Yeah. And like he'll kind of get in his face and not reading the cues like, okay, now's not the time to leave him alone. So Sammy kind of has like maybe twice now done like a serious fuck off kind of bark. Yeah. Thing. And we're like, Harry... You can't, you know, you can't do this. You have to leave the dogs alone. Here are telltale signs of when dogs want to be left alone. And yeah. I, the other day, I ended up pulling up pictures of what kids look like when dogs bite their faces. Oh, and it it's freaked the him the fuck out. Good. And I told him, like, I cannot get mad at Sammy for biting your face apart when you stick your face in his and he asks you to be left alone. And you don't do it. You know, like, that's what dogs do. Yeah. So yeah. I think what Dana did is what Dana was going to do. I can't be yeah. mad at her for that. But what I say that I lost a friend is I can't, I don't trust Dana. Yeah. Well, I welcome, my you know, mom. like um, that. Yeah, well, the thing is she's, a, she's a stranger. Well, seven and, and a half and, years. And, and that's yeah. And my, my perspective is, is that she's, she's, you know, and, and, and that, and, but that know, sucks. Cause I love Dana. Yeah. That, but yeah, well, we, I do too. I don't know um, who she is. And, like, yeah, and that's, that's, that's what I told her. I said, uh, you know, when she finally got all her stuff out and I invited her over for one last beer kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, I said, I said, I'm, you know, I'm not going to make any promises and I'm not going to make any pronouncements. Um, I don't know. I don't know if she and I will, will be on in like good terms. I have yeah. no idea. Um, I haven't, I haven't had time. I mean, I've literally had two days in the apartment by myself and she's living 25 feet away from God, me. She's living it. in an apartment. She's living in an apartment 25 feet away. And that's, it's just, it's just weird. That's all mm -hmm. I'm going to say. It's just yeah. the weirdest fucking bunch of shit I ever endured. But does that mean I'm not, I mean, I'm certainly going to, you know, if, if, if uh, she writes for Littered Ape, if she wants to do a, a self-publishing thing, absolutely. You know, the thing about it is I'm not going to toss all of it away because that's not, I don't. I. I have. You well, know, I did get rid of every picture, you know, and 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 I am going to get a dog, and yeah. the dog. I. I even know the dog I'm going to get. I'm going to go into the shelter, and I'm going to see the dog with the look on the dog's face that says nobody wants me, hmm. and then I will say I know how you feel, and we will bond, and that will be my fucking dog, and then we will travel the southwest. Like Jack Kerouac and his dog, except in a Prius. 
And that is what's going to happen. And I'm all about that. I, it, it, yeah, I'm sure there are going to be more. I mean, that's the thing is, uh, it's like you said. <laughs> said, yeah, dude, you can't escape it. You're in therapy now. It's like, all right, it, as long as I don't yeah. have to pay for it, um, then then that's fine. Uh, you know, I've, I've had a couple of people are like, well, a, a perfect example is like somebody was said, it's like, are you feeling like you're going to harm yourself? You know, and yeah. you shouldn't drink. You shouldn't drink a lot. And I said, here's the thing. This no, is what fifty six year old that. <laughs> Well, here's what fifty six year did I did I did I get fucking um, like a, a a fucking pint glass full of rye whiskey and a few ice cubes and beer <laughs> and watch the Fisher game and drink so much that I blacked out like by nine o'clock in the evening. You bet. Did I cry like a fucking Italian widow? Yes, I cried so much that the next fucking morning I looked like I'd been a prize fight. You know, like I lost yeah. a fucking prize fight. However, and that's what I said is, oh, that's really self-destructive behavior. Well, yeah. maybe. However, what I did was I planned it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. It wasn't like I said, oh, I'm so bereft and I'm going to go to a bar in my car and drink until I black out and then try to drive home and wreck or kill somebody. Didn't do that. I didn't go like try to pick up a prostitute and cry in my soup, you know, whatever. I didn't do that. What I said was, I'm going to make sure that I'm all by myself, that no one, including Dana, has any access to this apartment. I got my keys back. I closed all the things. I had done some stuff. And then I sat down full, knowing full well, I'm going to drink so much that I black out. Yeah. And I'm going to watch The Fisher King and feel my feels. Mm-hmm. And I did all that. And then uh, yesterday morning I woke up and I felt like a bucket of shit because that's what grown man closure feels like. Yeah. And and so, I'll, you know, I'm, I don't know if I'll have more nights like that, but uh, I, 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 I cried so much. I cried so much the other night that... Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have any more tears left. I might, but uh, yeah, it was rough. Yeah, I think that that this is this is not the end of of this. You know, we'll uh-huh. this is it's all still brand new. And yeah, the, yeah. the marriage is done, but the the feelings aren't done. And yeah, no, the feelings aren't done. You know, this will be. It's this is where the Literate Ape cast takes a shift. Where yes, for the last four years. It's been new the, dad, the emotion, new the emotional beacon, the emotional anchor of it has been me and fatherhood and my my dumb marriage, and it's now finally shifting to you and your dumb marriage and my dumb non-marriage. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, it has. Well, I, I hope people are uh, are remain interested because I'm sure I have many interesting things to say um, about divorce. I'm writing a Substack right now. Here are the five ritual things you need to do when you're getting a divorce from an expert. Because at Sim- this point... Similar to David Himmel's... Uh, the, yeah. Breakup behavior, break whatever the hell break, that... Yeah. Breakup rules. Yeah. Breakup rules, yes, yes. No, I, I started off by saying, yes, I was a child of divorce. Yeah, I know you're saying, who the fuck is it? No, my mom was di- married and divorced three <laughs> times before I was 10. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I, I pretty much have uh, divorce in the bag. It is a part and I of my t- wheelhouse. And I think we need to talk about that, too, because there were a lot of, in the things you and I have talked about offline about it, that, yeah. you know, the reason that your mom had a lot of marriages, um, 
it was kind of part of the reason of you know why Dana got married. There's similarities in things. Yeah, that, yeah like, well, again, that's the, thing the, the revelation that when she when she said that, that was one of the things that I brought up is that there's an ape cast where she interviewed my mom and they talked mm-hmm. about uh, you know and 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 Dana's perspective was, and mom even said, yeah, maybe she was a little bit of a gold digger. But Dana really definitely had sort of a a sense of, well, this is why your mom didn't marry for love. Your mom married for survival. And there was a little bit of judgment there. And then I pointed out, I said, well, how funny that you you were a little bit judgmental about my mom and her marriages. And the one marriage you've had, you did exactly what she did, which was I need need to get out of this part of my life. I need to move in a direction. I need to level up somehow. And here's this fucking dude who just is absolutely gobsmacked by me and seems to be completely of it. He's really nice to me and he bought me a rose and he's, he's romantic yeah. and he's just so in love with me. So maybe I'll just marry this guy so that I don't have to, you know, marry some gutter did, punk skate jackass that I'm in love with, you know, whatever. Did your, did Dana say that your mom was kind of a gold digger? Was that the accusation? Is that Dana was a gold digger? By marrying you? No, she no no. She Dana said she and mom even admitted on the on the ape cast that they did that you know maybe she was a little bit of a gold digger that oh, mom okay. was a little bit of a gold digger that was her perception okay. was I, she right. married these guys because she to had help two kids two kids yeah and 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 she needed some money she needed yeah. she needed somebody to to lean on yeah and while Dana didn't marry me because of my vast wealth because I was going to say because Dana Dana being called a gold digger and marrying you is like saying yeah I'm going to I'm going to California for the gold rush and then settling in Barstow yeah exactly so so it's not like she (laughs) with all due respect my friend (laughs) I think she I think she married me because um she needed to get out of a situation a bad situation and it was a string of bad situations um, and she didn't know what else to do, and she was a little broken by that experience. And here comes, you know, not the best-looking guy in the world, not the most well-endowed guy in the world, not the guy that she goes, she sees, and then gets the weak knees, and it's like, oh, I'm getting fluttery. She never got fluttery. It was this guy's really in love with me. He's got a job. Um, he he doesn't do drugs. He's not an alcoholic. He's not abusive. He's very kind. You know, um, he's been down the block. He knows what marriage feels like. He's experienced. Let's let's go with this. Let's mm-hmm. go with this because it's better than what I've had. And uh, I don't think she really ever fully got over the last guy because mm-hmm. she was fully like gaga, you know, butterflies, despite the fact that he was kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so it's like, all right, so I, I literally have been, because I was thinking about something, you know, you know, I've talked about this, like the, the woman that complimented me, and I, she said I was youthful, yeah. and I thought she said useful, and I preferred the second compliment, and now I don't really know if I prefer the second compliment, because that's pretty much what I was for Dana. I was useful. Yeah. And that's, that sucks. Yeah. That's rough. But yeah. I'll get through it. And now, gang, it's Rorschach of the News. What's in the news this week? Let's start with William Barr, former Attorney General, former uh, Donald Trump's former Attorney General, Bill Barr. Nothing? He's a dick. Dude, I've been I've been getting divorced for the last week and a half. How much news do you think I've consumed? I know I know who Bill Barr is. I know he's a dipshit. I know I don't know what is significant about this week. What did he do? So Bill Barr, uh, Early or late last week, um, said that it would be a big mistake for the Republican Party to nominate 
Donald Trump is president in 2024. Well, you know, he could have said that a long time ago, you fucking hypocritical piece of shit. It's, it's funny because, yeah, he was Trump's guy. But pretty quickly, he's like, yeah, Trump's not a great, not a great guy. Not a good president. Don't support it. He kind of he totally butchered this January 6th thing. Dumb shit. Like, Bill Barr, wh- where were you during the administration when things were going? Oh, I'll tell you exactly uh, where he was. He, he, cashing he his paycheck, orange, I guess? He had that fat orange monkey's dick right in his mouth. That's where he was. Yeah. Uh, so that's Bill Barr. That's what's going on there. Um, All right. There you go. Maybe you've heard, uh, you know, let's just stay on this on this uh, theme for a moment. Um, the grand jury in New York uh, that is dealing with Trump's potential uh, indictment yeah. for his messing with his taxes and making the false claims. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. yeah. Uh, probably not going to indict him. Things aren't looking no, good for an not. indictment. The thing is, they're not going to indict him for that. And th- th- No one's going to prison um, except for a bunch of toothless morons for the January 6th insurrection. No one's going... I mean, this is the thing that's frustrating. And well, but this isn't even about justice. January 6th. This is different than what Congress no, is doing. No, I know. This is I know, but none, Michael Cohen none, of this lets, none of this stuff, let's get Trump, is going to amount to anything. Nope. And, and, no. and the thing is, that's one of the bit, most bitter pills to swallow is that... They're going to make a lot of noise. I mean, I just heard that, uh, oh, oh, they're going to, that the, the insurrection uh, committee, the January 6th committee, mm-hmm. it's going to be like the Watergate hearings. No, it's not, because nope. it, with the Watergate hearings, there was the potential that they were going to put Nixon in prison. But, you know, none of this is, I mean, they've impeached Trump twice and nothing happened. Nothing. Trust me. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen and that's just kind of where we're at and it it and so yeah, no, they're not going to indict him for his tax fraud because No. That dude, he's Teflon. He's not. He's Teflon. Yeah, Nothing's going to stick. And I when the Access Hollywood tape came out in October of 2016 and that didn't undo him. I said to myself and anybody willing to listen or ask, he's he's unstoppable. Oh, I so know. every yeah, yeah, so no. every impeachment, every everything along the way I've been like, well, of course of course not. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Elon, the tweet master, Musk. You know, number one, I don't think Elon Musk could make Twitter any worse than it is. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, it just, it's, it's already such a bereft thing. What I do think he's going to, if, if he is you know, true to his word, what he said, the first thing he's going to do is he's going he's gonna to clean it up so that if, if you're not a real person, you don't have Twitter. There's no more bots. And he and I, I think if if that's all he does, if yeah. the only thing he does is says if you're not verified as a human being, you're fucking off this thing. Um, he keeps talking about how it's the 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 public square. It's this is the the public square, and uh, and and that you know there should not be any moderation. I would argue that the moderation is skewed now anyway. So. I mean, you know, I mean, fuck. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's like, okay, we're going to kick Trump off, which I was pleased and thrilled. We should have, yeah. On the other hand, when the New York Post uh, put out the Hunter Biden story, they blocked, they removed the New York Post's entire account, and that story turned out to be true. Yeah. And so it's like... Yeah, they shouldn't have blocked it. This is not The New York Post is not inciting violence. Like, that is where the First Amendment stops, is when you incite violence, the whole... Shouting fire yeah. in a crowded movie theater. Not freedom of speech because that is inciting violence or yeah. mob riot or, you know, potential danger. Whatever yeah. it is. It, yeah. 
All right, uh, let's talk about the thing that matters most in this world, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Well, given that I've just been through a divorce watching, and I, the thing about it is, I, <laughs> it, it, of all things, TikTok has got the like the inside skinny. I don't know how they're getting all this video. But uh, I, 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 this thing, uh, this will say, I, I was, uh, I, I got the inkling before he actually took her to court in the UK and lost. I got the inkling that she was uh, like a fucking bipolar gaslighting bag of shit. Yeah. And that Johnny, Johnny Depp, the worst thing you can say about him is that he's just going to frequently drinking too much wine and taking drugs. But that's about it, you know. I don't, I, I don't. And when you watch him in court, you go, "Man, you know, this is such horseshit." And who? I got to tell you, I swear to God, when your son could do a better job than those attorneys. Oh my God! What? Where's all this money? Because I'm telling you, whoever whoever said let's hire these attorneys are just like they're the worst goddamn attorneys I I've think- ever. One one of her lawyers actually asked a question and then objected to, to his, his own, own question. question. Yeah, I mean these that guys was the are best. just this, yeah. This is just the it's the saddest I'm, thing in the world. I think that this is performance art. Oh, I think absolutely. It's I I think that this is that Amber and Johnny are in on it together, and they're like, you know what? Mm. Let's fucking griff the whole the whole the, thing. This is like an Andy Kaufman thing. If that was it, I would love I would love him. I, that's I that's what I wrote. Her. That Andy Kaufman is playing their attorneys. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You put that in hashtag. Andy's yeah. not dead. This is this is Andy mm-hmm. Kaufman. This is because I'm telling you, at the this, very least, it's Kaufman esque. Like, see, <laughs> the thing is, if it if it's Kaufman esque, that's the sad thing is neither one of them is ever going to work again. Well, and because Johnny's here's like you know she she hurt my my career for and I'm like I don't no, know, buddy. Willy Wonka in the chocolate yeah, in the chocolate factory hurt yeah. your career. But the thing about it is all. Here's the thing. All you're going to know, it's like, hey, let's hire Johnny Depp to play a character. Or let's hire Amber Heard to play a character. How do we get it so that when the audience sees them, that they can believe the character and not know that she took a shit in his bed? That's never going away. That's never going away. Honestly, you know, dude, if, Amber, if Amber Heard showed up in a movie that I was watching, unless I was paying really close attention <clears throat> excuse me, to the, to the opening credits... I don't. I wouldn't recognize her. I wouldn't know. What has she been in? Apparently, Aquaman. In I don't remember Aquaman, her in Aquaman. Yeah. I remember Jason Momoa oh. and Jason Momoa's pecs. But that's that's it. She's she. I, you know, she's never going to get a job that pays anything more than scale. He is. I mean, I think he's going to just become sort of like a celebrity for being this guy. Now yeah. he's no longer an actor. He's just Johnny Depp. Um, you know, and I think it's the same thing for like Chris or, or Will Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. I th- I think he's going to get gigs, but but there's never going to be a moment where anybody watches a Will Smith movie and doesn't think of him slapping the shit out of Chris Rock. And that's the the that is the the tightrope mm-hmm. <laughs> that celebrities walk. If you are very open about your life, um, all of it's going to come out. And at yeah. a certain point. It's at a certain point, the whole point of their job, their job, their actors, their job is to play a character in a movie in a believable fashion so that we can watch it and believe that they're not that person, that they're someone else. And when your personality and your business gets so fucking aired out into the world, yeah. 
then 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 you're no longer capable of doing that. The only like, thing you can do is play yourself. Ever. But let's look at some of the best actors we know. Like, does Meryl Streep even is she does she have a partner? Is she? I I don't know. I don't know. Is Robert De Niro married? Don't know. Uh, don't I know. honestly don't know. I'm I, just, I, and I don't either. And 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 that's how it should be. Yeah. I, I don't need I don't need the inside skinny on. Amber Brad Pitt shitting on Johnny. Brad Pitt has fortunately, like for me, I all of his shit with Angelina and Jennifer Aniston. Like I don't pay any attention to it. Brad Pitt because I know everybody knows about his shit. Yeah, yeah. For me, he is still a perfect untarnished actor. Oh yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, no, and I think it. Yeah, I think it. 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 it just. I, it makes the whole thing makes me very sad because I really do. I've always thought Johnny Depp was very. Talented. I think Johnny Depp's a great actor. I mean, but, Charlie and the Chocolate uh, Factory was a terrible choice that he made. Yeah, it was a his... terrible fucking choice. And you know, there's. I mean, he's made other terrible choices, but uh, you know, I mean, Donnie Smith and I were talking. We were recording the I Like to Watch podcast the other night, and. Uh, one of the things we we were talking about Requiem for a Dream, because I'm a glutton for fucking punishment. Yep. I get divorced. I watch The Fisher King and Requiem for the Dream for a Dream. Requiem I for a Dream is your hangover cure. Yeah, that's exactly Somehow. what it was. But uh, but uh, we were talking about Jared Leto, and Jared Leto's got a reputation of being a fucking whack job. Yeah. However, it doesn't matter if he's a whack job, and it doesn't matter that he 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 did the worst most ridiculous portrayal of the Joker in history. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just kind of just like, what the fuck was that? He was so goddamn good in Requiem for Your Dream, the rest of it doesn't matter. He mm-hmm. has sealed his legacy just in that performance. Yeah. Because he's fucking brilliant in that movie. And so with that, I think that's the same thing I can say about Johnny Depp. Show me Dead Man, Edward Scissorhands, you know, show me the movies where, what's, what's the matter with Gilbert Grape? And mm-hmm. you go... You know, I don't care. I still enjoy him as Jack Sparrow in the first three Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. movies. You know, yeah. and, and it's like okay, he got to he played Hunter S. Thompson, and yeah. I think it, I think this is what I think happened to Jenny Depp is the same thing that happened to him is what happened to uh, Jim Carrey. Jim mm-hmm. Carrey was a comic actor doing at the top of his game, and then he played Andy Kaufman in Man in the Moon. And he got so affected by playing Andy Kaufman that he became Andy Kaufman, mm. his version of Andy Kaufman. Mm-hmm. It kind of went off the fucking rails. Yeah. I think Johnny Depp was doing his thing, doing his thing, doing his thing, and then played Hunter S. Thompson and just decided that's who he wanted to be. He just yeah. wanted to be that person. And while he's not Hunter S. Thompson, he definitely, you know, and I think he's older than Hunter S. Thompson ever got to be at this point. Thompson was sixty-five. Okay, then he's not. Okay, yeah, all right. But, so I didn't. I didn't know exactly yeah. how old he was when he died. But anyway, it's just. It's just. It, the whole thing makes me very sad. It's fascinating. In a. In a. Uh, hey, look. Uh, somebody's head is rolling on the highway. Yeah. Let's stop and check it out. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's that's kind of what it is. All right. Thirty-three million dollars going to Ukraine. Maybe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you this. The thing that makes me the saddest is that, uh, and this is the American psyche, is that uh, most Americans now are kind of bored. They're kind of bored. We're it's over like, it. oh, Russia came. I mean, it was it was big fucking news for about two weeks, and yeah. then when when we didn't get in it, and and we're kind of these tepid things, all this shit. It's like, oh, okay. What? Oh, hey, look, Amber heard shit on Johnny Depp's bed. There's, you know, yeah. that's 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 where we go, and it's. Yep. It's pathetic because this, I mean, 
Zelensky was a, a, a hero three weeks ago, and now you don't see anything. He's not showing up on any feeds. Nobody's uh, getting up on stages and saying, Ukraine, it's just, oh, it's another fucking war in another country. And, oh, no, people are dying. But uh, I, I really am frustrated with the price of gasoline here. But Amber Heard's lawyers, wow. Yeah. See, that's the thing is I think they should they should go and represent Putin because, man, that is some fucking nat. That's some Jesus Christ. Are there a lot of uh, Ukrainian flags being flown in Las Vegas, or like not, stickers not, on cars I, or anything? You haven't. I've not anything? seen. I've not seen. I, I've not seen a single one. Now that does. I mean, I'm kind of hiding in my yeah. my man cave right now, so uh, yeah. it's not like I'm I'm spending a lot of time. But I pretty much guarantee you that I have not seen. It's not like I have not left the house. It's yeah. just that when I leave the house, I have a very specific agenda, which would be go to Total Wine and buy a jug of yeah. fucking rye, or yep. Go to Smith's and get some cheese because I got to have my fucking cheese. Because fuck you. Yeah, I'm solo. I'm a bachelor. Give me the cheese. She can take your heart, but she can't take your cheese. She well, she tried. Now I'm I'm I dude. My fucking refrigerator has nine blocks of fucking cheese. No, oh I'm God. not. I don't have nine. No, but I could. I could do it if I wanted. Yeah. And no one could tell me different. Sure. I'm I'm smoking in the house now, so fuck off. I gotta say. That when we when we joined this call and you popped up on FaceTime mm-hmm. and you lit that cigarette in your house, yeah, I made you cry. It literally brought me to tears, tears of joy, because that is, <laughs> you know, like I said to you, it, you know, hurt hits us in different ways, and we, yes. we deal with our pain in different ways, and you know, like I said, like this is, this hurts me because you're hurt and. But seeing you, <laughs> I'm like I'm getting emotional again. Like I don't. What is wrong with me? Like why is the freedom? Like just your freedom and your joy I'm of, just, of being able to smoke a cigarette in your house. It's just a minor rebellion. I, it's just and a small little victory for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's the yeah, little things yeah. like that that are going to carry you through it. And like, what was the other thing? Is that you were the big thing? Was that you're going to start using dryer sheets again? Oh, yeah, I'm going to get dryer years. sheets. That's one of the things. Uh, eight years, no fucking dryer sheets. I want some fucking dryer sheets. My, my Now my walls, every wall in my house has artwork on it of some kind. Because you like, what, how did you describe it? Your your interior design taste is Bennigan's? Is, is that, Bennigan's, yeah. yeah. I like a lot of shit on the wall. I, I, I like living at TGI Fridays. Yeah. I like to have all the weird <laughs> shit. And Dana has a much, she has much better taste than I do. And it's very curated. And she let me, she left me some of the really nice artwork that we've collected over the eight years. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm happy to take it because I like the artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, and, and this one, this, again, those little acts of rebellion. I've had this uh, Beatles uh, blanket. It's a, like a tapestry blanket. It's like a mm-hmm. weaved blanket. And it's, it's the cover of Sgt. Pepper's. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a beautiful thing, and I've had it forever, and I love it, right? Well, Dana didn't like it. So it ended up sitting out on a chair outside on the porch. Ah. Uh-huh. You know, and just kind of getting sun bleached. Just collecting and all dust that kind of shit. and sun, yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. It was just it was just that thing. Well, now it's hung up on a wall in my bedroom. There you I go. just fucking hung that motherfucker up and I love it. It's huge and it takes up the whole wall and it's fucking Sergeant Peppers and fuck you. And then yeah. not fuck you to Dana, just sort of fuck you to the world. But sure, fuck you to Dana a little bit. That's okay. Well, it's okay, but I I'm really not feeling that. I'm not feeling the fuck you. It's no. just not 
I, maybe I'll feel it later, but uh, right now I'm, 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 and it's not like I'm, oh, forgiving, but I got to be honest with you, you know, I'm not a Christian and I'm not going to be one, but uh, <laughs> no, not, not doing that. But I will tell you, there is a great uh, comfort in being able to find forgiveness. And uh, I don't know if I'm all the way there, but I'm definitely, I'm definitely 30% way there. And it's like, I'm finding forgiveness. I'm going to find it. I'm going to, I think I'll live a better life if I do. Mm-hmm. I, and I know that sounds very, you know, existential. I think if I can handle this well and I can be kind and I cannot be a shit ass that I will be better off for it. This is very self-serving. Yeah. This is all about me. It was like when we were moving her stuff out and uh and she, you know, she'd been moving all morning and there were still like six or seven, eight boxes left and, and it's like she's like, Well, maybe I'll get that tomorrow. And I'm like, No, I can help you. And I mean, I'm grabbing fucking boxes and just whipping it out. And she goes, well, thank you. I said, oh, no, this is completely self-serving. I'm glad to be of service, but this is, ex- I get your shit out of my apartment. I will help you. I will carry it a mile if I have to. But I really only had to carry it 25 feet. So Yeah. All right. Final thing. COVID. We're seeing some spikes, but it's not really mattering. And Well, the, the thing about it is. Vaccination for uh, kids is coming out, too. For yeah, like five, under know, five. The thing about it is, is uh, now, now, you know, like when it's we talk about the spikes, mm-hmm. Omicron spiked where it was like nineteen thousand worldwide, and then it was like all of a sudden, like overnight, it was like three hundred thousand a day, right? Yeah. yeah. It's been sitting between thirty thousand and fifty thousand for the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. So in terms of a spike, um, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing that spike in, in hard numbers. I hear the rhetoric. I hear the, the, the mealy mouth bullshit, but you can't call that a spike. This is a rise in cases, but not exponentially, not like, oh my fucking God, you know, we're back to lockdown. Right. And so, so I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not remotely worried about it. Neither am I. All right, Simeon cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing this week is a read. Uh, It's in the May issue of The Atlantic. Have We Lost Patience for Prestige TV by Spencer Kornhaber. Better Call Saul is dazzling and frustrating. I I read that article as well. I think it's a very good read. Um, I've been thinking a lot about that because I've been sucked into uh, one of the things that... uh, that recently divorced Don has needed mm. in, in addition to cigarettes in the house is motherfucking law and order. I, you know, <laughs> it's not, it's not good TV necessarily, but Dick Wolf has got a corner market on the absolute formulaic. It's like, it, it literally is like eating box after box of craft macaroni and cheese. It just brings home. <laughs> it's comfortable. It's not great. It fills you up. And, uh, and, and so prestige TV makes you work for it. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of that right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, I think that article is, is dead on. My first thing is, uh, a watch, watch the Fisher King. Mm. It is, uh, I think it is, uh, among Gilliam's best films. It's certainly the one with most heart. Um, it is one of my single favorite performances by both Jeff Bridges and Robin Williams. Mercedes Rule is 
the fucking bomb in anything she is, but she is spectacular in this film. And it is just one of those, when you watch it, and you watch it with the lens of, who am I in this film? Who am I in this story? Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it's a remarkable film. Watch The Fisher King. So on theme, after you've read the story in The Atlantic, go ahead and watch some TV. Uh, this is a watch. Um, I, I recommended this a few weeks ago and said, I'm not sure about this first episode. I think I like it. I want to give it some time and then I'll come back and like confirm the recommendation. I'm confirming. Uh, it's winning time. The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Okay, so I have not watched it yet. So all right, so it's good. It's worth watching. Yeah, the acting is good. Um, the... I mean, the cast is great. The cast is so yeah. great. Um, what if? What if? I, I'm, I'm curious because I think the reason I am watching it is I don't have. There's not even a, 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 a cunt hair of interest in sports. Yeah. For me, so am I going to enjoy it despite the fact that I don't give a shit about basketball? Probably not. Okay. Yeah, if you don't give a shit about basketball and you have like. The eighties yeah, and nineties, like that Showtime period of. I mean, it's really just the late 70s and early 80s um yeah maybe maybe not for you don but okay all right but for anybody that likes basketball that this is worthy worthy television yeah but the other the the other thing about it is um it's a uh fuck who did a judd apatow so this is a judd apatow thing and the directing is and the editing is just it's uneven it doesn't hurt the show, it's just a little uneven. Like some when they break the fourth wall, the way that they break the fourth wall, who's breaking the fourth wall, it, it just feels a little uneven. But yeah, my my experience it's, it's with Jeff, late, late lately, Judd, Judd Apatow's what I'm what I'm noticing is that he was very good uh, in his early career, and then Adam McKay came and did it so much better than he did, and now he's desperately trying to catch up. And yeah. I don't think it's working for him. I don't think that's I don't think that's working out for him very well. Actually, now that I say this, is it a Judd Apatow or is it is it an Adam McKay thing? It might be an Adam McKay thing. I don't Shit, fucking hang know. Hang on. Uh no, it is an Adam McKay thing. You're right. Judd Apatow did that shitty bubble movie that I got through ten minutes of and said, fuck you. Hang on. Created by Max Borstein and Jim Hecht. Okay. Oh, so it was just Directed by the the pilot episode was Adam McKay. Okay, still, it's directed Whatever. unevenly. Yeah, but you're, it's still it's worth a watch. Unevenly. But yeah. All right, now and, and so now I'm gonna now my second thing is uh, you know we were talking about we talked about actors and 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 Johnny Depp playing himself and all that kind of stuff. This is one mm-hmm. of the funniest, and we've also had that conversation where man. Uh, it takes a lot to make me laugh, and especially the week of my divorce. I imagine it takes an awful lot to really just take me away and make me fucking crack my shit up. Mm-hmm. The un- Nicholas Cage, the unbearable weight of massive talent, is so motherfucking funny. And not only is it so motherfucking funny, it made me appreciate Nicholas Cage doubly. And I've probably this week watched at least four Nicholas Cage movies just mm-hmm. to go. You know, I it, the one that surprised me the most was I watched uh, Coppola's Peggy Sue Got Married, mm-hmm. and he plays he the character he plays is so not a part of the rest of the movie. It's so fucking weird, mm-hmm. and eh, eh, it just makes no sense at all. But in watching it again, I went, 
You know, that was kind of a brilliant choice because that is, and it does actually fit because the movie's a lot weirder than I remembered it. And I went, oh, oh, I'm, I'm loving. I got to tell you, Face Off, Face Off is, I mean, I'm fucking Joan Allen. I mean, I'm not fucking <laughs> Joan Allen. I am Joan Allen where, where my spouse, where my spouse comes home and isn't my spouse. You know, it's like, yeah. Not the person I married. Who the fuck are you? And uh, why are you giving my daughter cigarettes? But yeah, <laughs> but it's a great. It, it, but it is just this. you know, it's just it's such a great movie. And he and Nicolas Cage is so much. It, it, one of the things you forget, and that's what I loved about Face Off, is watching is Travolta is hardly really even there. I mean, he does his job, but this is absolutely Nicolas Cage's movie because Nicolas Cage gets to fucking feel all the motherfucking feels yeah. and he I mean, it's such a good but anyway the unbearable weight of mass massive talent pedro pascal is so motherfucking funny he is so funny in this movie i, I don't think he could do shit. anything better than what he did the performance he gave in wonder woman 84 i mean that's the peak of acting my sixth thing is to watch <laughs> Uh, it's back on HBO Max for its second season, The Flight Attendant. You mm. love that. I, I didn't do. get into it. I never got into it. Yeah, it's it's a a goofy psychological thriller. It's just it's just fun. Uh, yeah. I'm probably going to give it a chance. Yeah. I because I was like, yeah, I'll probably give it a chance. I just I watched that first episode and didn't even get through it, and I was like, yeah, this is not my thing. And then you recommended it, and I tried it again, and I couldn't get past yeah, okay. the first 10 minutes. And I was like, all right, um, maybe I'll... Oh, there's a second season. I know David's going to love it. Maybe I'll give it a shot. We'll see. We'll see if I'm if I'm down with it. Yeah. My sixth... My, my final thing is a do. And it is something that I have... And I don't know if you've not talked about this ever, uh, but it is something I do every single morning, and I have done every single morning... It's got to be two decades. For every single morning, the very first thing I do in the morning is not jerk my chub. It is get my coffee. It is to get my coffee and sit down and think through and find three things that I am grateful for in my life. Hmm. Um, and I do it every fucking morning. And I, you know, it's like, okay, what am I great today? This is my day. What am I grateful for today? And I always have to find three things. The last week and a half has been uh, remarkably difficult to do, but you know that's how habits kind of take over. And mm -hmm. I've been doing it for so goddamn long and so consistently that I still find myself doing it. It's just a lot more difficult. Um, but uh, it is a. It, 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 if I can become a better person by doing things like this, then I'm going to do that. It, it, yeah. you know, I feel like because I'm I'm consistently finding things I'm grateful for, for and since I'm grateful for things and mm -hmm. people, um, I can't I can't get as pessimistic as right now I'm feeling. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, that's so that's Good. that's my uh, that's my third thing, and that is the show, the divorce show. Divorce American style. We'll check Let's in next week to see how Don is doing, and uh, hopefully Don will still be here. He'll be here. He'll be I, I will totally be here. Um, yeah. in You're the apartment. goat, man. You're the divorce goat. You're gonna be. I here. am the I am the divorce goat, and soon, soon. Speaking of uh, Pedro Pascal in uh, uh, Wonder Woman 1984, 
Um, I'm gonna. I think I might go with that. I'm gonna get my hair. I'm gonna. I'm gonna dye my hair, and I'm gonna get my teeth capped. Oh, good. And I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna wear really bad suits, and then I'm gonna start an infomercial called the Divorce Goat. Yeah. And it's it's and and I might dress. Although I might dress a lot like Tom Cruise in Magnolia because mm-hmm. that was really cool. Yeah. Um, but it'll be a lot nicer, and it'll be things like you can smoke in the house now. And put your Beatles, put your Beatles, uh, you know, thing blanket on the wall. That's what it's going to be. This is how you divorce well. So, all right. Have yourself an excellent week, my friend. That's the show. You can listen to the Literate Ape Cast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to two white guys holding court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. <laughs>